clearly, clearly this was billed to Dr. Ratner as just another interview. Tell them, <laughs> tell them how great exercise is and, and tell them, um, you know, just basic, you know, diabetes facts, mm-hmm. um, about how you don't want it. And, uh, Dr. Robert Ratner seems very much ambushed <laughs> by the very, very odd questioning of diet. Uh, so Kip starts asking him about diet and the correlation between diet and diabetes. And Dr. Ratner starts to throw a, you know, child-sized hissy fit and eventually storms out of the meeting because he cannot field any questions about the correlation between diabetes and diet, which I Wait, find so weird. Yeah, that was a weird, like, um, like t- tantrum. It was very weird. Yeah. It was, um... I, I felt like there were other people that we should be looking for to speak about this yeah. because there was like, he's like, well, I'm not the, who, who is the one to talk to you if it's not you? Right, right. He doctor. Does, he, he does say that I'm not the one to speak about uh, diet and diabetes. Well, you're a doctor working at the American Diabetes Association. I can run down to Walmart and grab like a bad boy. <laughs> And maybe he'll be able to tell me, but I really feel like as far as specialties and titles go, that you would be the dude. Yeah. But he's very, very, no, he storms out of the interview. He says, I can't talk about those things. But we find out that the funding, a large portion of funding for the American Diabetes Association is provided by these major, major food companies. Maybe that's who we need to talk to. You Oh, like you and I need to go yeah. and talk to the food companies? Yeah. Or like Kip. Like get some like secretary from Nabisco down here. Yeah. Get Kip over there. Talk to like uh like, you think Kip should like go to... Cow Killers R Us or something, yeah. I'm sorry, what'd you say? Cow Killers R Us Cow Killers R Us. Yeah, cute. I, like I mean... Uh, yeah. No, I, I mean, I definitely think that at the end of this podcast, Kip is getting a strongly worded letter. Because I think that we're going to come up with some just gold. Some gold to investigate in uh, in What the Health 2. Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> the sequel. The sequel. Um, okay, uh, so uh, one of the things... I noticed. Um, so Joaquin Phoenix is the executive producer of this film. Yeah, I did not know that. You I, know, I did not know that until the second time I watched it. You know, I've watched this movie. I think I think three times I've watched this movie because I've had other people watch it with me. I watched it the first time solo, and then I watched it again just for this podcast. And every time I see that, I go, "How? Where? Why? Yeah, where do you like?" It surprises you? me every time, even though I've seen it three times. So, moving on. So, um, after we uh, move through that disastrous interview with Dr. Ratner. Actually, actually, I have a point on that. Because on it Dr. is... Dr. Ratner? Yeah. Okay. Well, on the filming of that, okay. because it's obviously a clip from a later conversation in the documentary that he has. It is a piece. So, mm-hmm. when I say pushing an agenda, seeing as how that is the first clip that they choose to put on yeah. the what the health. I feel is it's already starting with a fight. Oh yeah, you know. So it's, well, it's or did not... it set us up for this is going to be a struggle um, from an artistic perspective? Maybe documentaries are artistic too, Andrea. <laughs> yes, they're I know. not just meant to give you information and change. Yes, they are. They are art. <laughs> True, but it still sets the mood. And I think oh, I agree. I the mood yes, was set was to be. To be aggressive. I agree. I agree. I And I also, uh, to vote on that, I think that the mood was set um, in that Kip 
in the interview is just so bewildered. Like, what, what are you talking? Why can't you answer this question? And I think that that was kind of to set the tone of like, this is going to be an aggravating and confusing journey, everybody. Right. Come on uh, aboard with me. Right. <laughs> right. Um, so I, I kind of get why they, they did that. Like, get in the mindset of frustration. I could do that anyway. And be shocked that yeah. someone in a high position of one of these high, large... Uh, Medical associations. Yeah. It won't answer... All the questions that you ask them. Wait, right, what? Yeah. <laughs> Wait. Right. You're not going to answer all the questions that I have for you, but I'm... You're trying to save me. You're I, trying to protect me. I, <laughs> well, as we learn later on down the line, that is not at all the case. <laughs> not at all. Um, like, oh my God, that scene... Okay, that scene where he's supposed to interview that doctor in San Francisco, I believe... And the, what was she? She was, oh my God, she worked, oh, she was the media relations manager mm -hmm. um, for the hospital. She mm -hmm. came out and she said, um, you can't interview this doctor because he's all about clean eating. And we know that that would, um, you know, greatly diminish the number of surgeries that basically this right. hospital is going to perform. And, and the hospital, and she actually verbalizes this. Like, it's not insinuated. It's not like her body language right. gave it away. She literally says the words, this hospital makes a lot of money off of these surgeries. And and she goes, and quite frankly, so does he. Like, like the snark is up to like a level 10 there. <laughs> like, calm it down. But like, to be so, so brazen as to say those words, like just to say, oh yeah, we don't care about you. We just want to make money off of your surgery. So go eat, go eat some homos for dinner. But it was like, as though she didn't like, like, duh, obviously you... people make money here. Yeah. This is what we make money. Right. And yeah. not even like totally oblivious yeah. to the fact that these are humans and not right. like, we're not making robots here. We're pieces of people. Or, or was she oblivious to the fact that she was being filmed? Oh, both. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Man, will she feel stupid when she watches that oh. movie? Oh, she got fired. <gasps> oh, think so? Oh, she definitely. If, if you're out there, ladies, and you can confirm to this ridiculous podcast whether or not you were fired... <laughs> I bet you, I bet you 10 bucks. That Send us an fired. email. <gasps> Send us an email. Twitter us. Twe tweet us. Don't Twitter us. That's Twitter. Twatter us. Don't Twatter us. <laughs> tweet us at documentary, spelled like documentary, but with a T, ma'am. And please let us know if you were fired. I'll bet you, Andrea, $10 that she was fired. <laughs> Deal. Help me make $10, ma'am. <laughs> um, oh, but she was definitely fired. I mean, come on. You stand out there and say something so ridiculous in front of a camera and you're the media relations manager bye-bye she she got canceled man i wonder if <laughs> you'd like you would think that that was just like the breaking point for the hospital and they were like that's it karen i don't know i love it i love it karen karen she, she looked, looked like, like a, karen. a karen i mean her face was blurred out but she, you could tell that was karen hair right that there. outfit oh my that was that the, was total karen. karen flats right there <laughs> I'm going to watch it again. It's going to turn out she was, like, in heels. And... I'm going to be like, oh, that's right. Where did that purse come from? Yeah, really. <laughs> um, okay. So, okay. So, here's another part where I, I feel like, I get what you're saying about how it's kind of a little pushed and contrived because there were things that he, the food, um, 
What did I call him? What did I call him? Oh, dang. Jesus. Write that we down. We old. Um, we cannot remember something that happened five minutes ago. I'm going to call it food scavenger. That's not right. Food scavenger. Food. Vigilante. Uh, vig- ah. Write that down. Food. Okay. I'm writing it. I didn't. <laughs> you can't tell, but I didn't write that down. <laughs> okay. So there was, um, in the beginning, the food, vangel- food vigilante camp. He um, talks about how uh, recently, just in the last few years, processed meats have been put on the list for carcinogens. They are bad for you. Mm-hmm. He films at a Safeway. It's a Safeway. I can tell by the signage. <laughs> it's a Safeway, everybody. And good for him. Safeway's the best. Oh, maybe Safeway could be a sponsor. Let's just plug Safeway in every single episode. We're done. Then they'll have to, right? That's yeah. Works, right? I mean, this wine that we got from Safeway is just delicious. It's a grocery outlet. I can't lie. I can't lie. I can't tell you. I can't lie to people I don't know. Anyways, uh, so he's he's filming all these, like, processed meat packages in Safeway, a great grocery store, which I um, support. And he's talking, (laughs) the voiceover is him saying, like, I can't believe it. All this packaged meat is bad for you, but I've been eating this way my whole life. And at some point, he's like, even hot dogs and packaged turkey and candy, or he goes on this list of meats that, like, clearly aren't bad for you. I mean, aren't good for you, right? Like, he's giving this list, and it's like, dude, like, hot dogs, like, you thought hot dogs was on a list of acceptable meats to eat if you're trying to get rid of your diabetes? Yeah, this is, like, has he ever read a label? Yeah. Like, are labels right. not something that people usually look at like well, what do you, when something says manufactured meat you gotta be like whoa i don't know <laughs> yeah. yeah i was just so like okay you're laying it on a little thick with this because like listen i packaged meat is new to the list of carcinogens or at least relatively new it's not new data that created that but it's new to the government list of course they finally added it people sure but come on like just because it's new to the list of, you know, federally accepted carcinogens does not mean that you could have possibly thought that this was a healthy dish for the longest time and all of a sudden your eyes are open to the cancer-providing qualities of uh, smoked turkey deli meat. I mean, come on. It was just such a naivete face that he was putting on, and I was like, hmm... Dude, not so Yeah, much. to the extreme, which is like, hey, maybe there are people out there who don't read labels. Right, absolutely. We, we can't all read labels. Absolutely. And, but majority of us are smart enough to know. We know what is right for our body and what isn't for the most part. I would think that even if you never read a label a day in your life, a tube of meat, the tube of meat that is a hot dog, could not possibly look like a decent and healthy and nutritious meal to you. Come on. I and agree. I'm not against this movie. I'm very for this movie. Like I said, this diet uh, drastically changed my diet. And I have a lot of wonderful things to say about it. But there was just times where I was like, come on. Nobody really looks at a hot dog and goes, yep, healthy. Yeah. I'm, I'm good. I'm good for the day. Yeah. I mean, that's just ridiculous. So I thought that that was laying it on a little thick. Um... Did I ever tell you that I had uh, a conversation with a friend of mine? Oh, I really hope doesn't listen to this podcast. 
It's okay. I don't think she's one of the four that's going to listen to us. <laughs> I think we're, I think we're safe. Um, but she uh, and I were talking about the movie, and um, l- let me just say this. I, I in general, um, am very susceptible to documentaries and the message that they provide. I mean, like, super susceptible. So her... Whenever I bring a documentary to her and say, oh, this would be great for you to watch because, you know, A, B, and C, it'll convince you to, you know, EDF. Um, she says, well, you're really susceptible to documentaries, but let me hear what you've got and I'll tell you you're wrong. And I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like, that's great. I'm on it. So I was explaining to her like the whole like packaged meat, um, you know, and the carcinogen list that it's now on and everything. And, um, it's, but the word isn't packaged. What is the actual word that they're using? It's, um, what do you mean? Pack? What do you, what, what they, do you they don't say packaged meat. They say, oh, processed what, meats. Processed, yeah. Okay. So I explained to my friend, uh, processed meats are our carcinogens, you know, here you go. And her thing was, this was her argument for this. What about processed meats would ever make them carcinogen? The process of processed meats is just to stamp it thin and cut it thin. And I said, "What?" And she said, "Oh yeah, that's just what processing is. You're what? just cutting it really thin." That's a, I didn't tell you this. This is a real conversation I had a friend with mine. She said, "You're just cutting it really thin. That's what processing meat is. That's what processed meat is. It's just meat that's stamped thin and then you cut it thin." And I said, "This can't be a real thing that you're saying. Yeah. Like that doesn't make any sense." Right. But she was convinced of this. I said, oh, no, like, they're adding nitrates and they're adding all these chemicals as preservatives and sulfur. And they're adding so much stuff to it to keep it, to have a shelf life longer, to keep the taste up. I mean, there's just so many things they're doing to this meat. That doesn't make sense as the idea of processed meat. Absolutely. Okay. (laughs) So my whole point with this, and God, I hope she doesn't listen to this. My whole point of this. She'll know. She she knows who she is. She knows the conversation that we have. She's not going to be confused. Um... Sorry, girl. Uh, the whole uh, point of this is that it is possible that there are people, I suppose, that could look at a package of processed turkey deli meat and go, that's healthy. Right. Turkey dog, but not a regular hot dog. That's healthy. Well, some turkey meats <laughs> are like a, uh, sandwich meats. Yeah. Like, you'll go to a store, and they'll sit there, and they'll slice it off the mm-hmm. whatever they call that, the meat. The, they, I think they slice the meat off the meat. <laughs> and, so, and so I could see that. I could see some people taking that idea and no. looking at a package oh, okay, and okay. saying that... That's the same thing. That's the same. in a different area. Right. Okay. All right. right. I just didn't see the cutting part. Okay. Right. But the, sure. But the hot dog part, come on. Not... Yeah, that's a, yeah. Not a thing. That's a tougher one for me to say. Like, at what point, where do you go and cut, where do you see the pork or mm-hmm. the manufactured meat being sliced up? And let me say this, to be fair, it's not really any, uh, see, this is where I, I, there's a fine line between personal responsibility and how much is it your fault if you've been manipulated and tricked into believing certain things by these major food industries that literally spend billions of dollars a year on advertising campaigns just to make you think that their food is healthy and natural and good for you. And how much of it is your fault if you, you know, have eyes and ears? Because that's all it takes to absorb that bad information for you. Right. So I don't know. I mean, I don't know the answer to that. I don't know. I mean, I kind of went around in a circle all the way from (laughs) who doesn't, who thinks a hot dog is good all the way back to, you know, if you really think a hot dog's good, it's not really your fault. I get it. I understand. 
So look at that. Uh, but if say you believed a hundred percent of everything that was told to you from if you went media, I do. Yeah, I do. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. There's still a piece of you that looks at a hot dog and is says has to say to yourself, not a real food. <laughs> no, I I get it and I agree with you. What I'm saying is that's me. And that there have to be people out there that are tired and overworked and don't really have time to put in the effort to reading labels and, and home cooking meals oh, and true. throwing a hot dog into a vat and going like, you know, it says it's a turkey dog and it's 99% fat free. And why would Oscar Meyer wieners lie to me? <laughs> you know, then there's that mentality of just kind of going, okay, sounds good. Yeah, but I think now you're going into um, like a money situation. Mm, yeah. yeah. I you can get that. a package of... Uh, hot dogs for what? 99 cents. Where? I don't know. Where are you going to the dollar store for your hot dogs? Safeway. Safeway. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Safeway. By the way, guys, this week on sale at Safeway, 99 cents for a six pack of hot dogs. <laughs> Probably be done by the time this comes out. Go ahead. Turkey dogs, if that's your thing. And if you're trying to be healthy this week, try Safeway's turkey dogs. <laughs> Um, <laughs> no, I mean, I get it. I honestly, I'm just kind of in a jumble here trying to like figure out the movie. I keep having like, like points and then alternate points and then I just say them both. So that's kind of where I'm going. <laughs> just trying to save your ass on both sides. Whatever. Just trying to play it safe so everybody likes me. Can't you just <laughs> let it go? So he's going through a list of, <laughs> he's going through a list of carcinogens and of course, uh, processed meats is on there. Um, uh, smoking and tobacco are on there. And then, he, so Andrea and I take notes or, you know, all the times we've done this, we've taken notes. <laughs> this is our first time we took notes. And so I have these notes down here and this note just says, love, love, love how this guy says plutonium <laughs> because on this list with tobacco and cigarettes and uh, processed meats is plutonium. But I just love how he says plutonium. How does he say it? He goes, plutonium <laughs> like, like you know what he's the kind of person where like every sentence he says every single sentence sounds like a question like he could just be like i'm going to the grocery store i'm going to the grocery store <laughs> tobacco processed meats and plutonium like everything is a question I want some water. <laughs> so get past that. You can get past that. Ultimately, I do think the film has a very good message. And um, maybe it would be a good time to talk about our own food choices. Okay. You want to jump to that? Or do you want to... Sure. You have lots of notes. Well... I I'm guess sure there's a, you know what it is. Oh, is what, it, that, what is it? You know what is it? You know what happened was what happened was that's gonna be our catchphrase. I love it. That um, Emily here, that's this me. chick I'm that over one. here, I'm that chick. Um, I didn't know what she was gonna ask, and so you didn't I wanted know what I was gonna ask. Like I wanted to make sure that I had a lot of things covered. Oh yeah, yeah, totally. But. Uh, we can. I can shred this. First of all, it's not like a legal document. I don't. Have to, I don't think you have to shred it. It was notarized. Okay, it was notarized. Everybody, I'm sorry about that. 
It was my <laughs> Um Okay, so one of the... All right. The, I do have a lot of other notes I guess I could go over. I'm just so excited I think, to talk about my diet. I know, I know. But may, well, how about we talk about the diet and then... Um, I mean, talk about the movie and then we'll go into our own personal... No, I know you're right. <laughs> I jumped ahead because I panicked. <laughs> no um, panicking, no panicking. Okay. All right, so I found it really interesting when um, various doctors were talking about um, what's bad about chicken, what's bad about fish, what's bad about eggs. Ooh, and the part with the chicken, and they got the chicken in their hands, and they're pumping it with salt. Ugh. Yes. So, chicken um, have, oh man, I almost wrote the number down, and I was like, that's ridiculous, I won't need that. And I just wrote sodium instead of the milligrams of sodium on average that they pump into a mm. chicken. I just wrote sodium. How okay. would that be helpful, Emily? I too How wrote would... sodium. <laughs> I literally have the note, chicken pumped with sodium. I have chicken in an arrow and it says sodium, comma, cholesterol. Nice. <laughs> All right. So what they did say and they did, they did talk in the movie about um, chicken have really been marketed as, you know, this alternative to red meat. It's the, it's white meat. It's healthy for you. But realistically, um, most people get the majority of their sodium in their diet from, or yeah, sodium, the sodium in their diet, the majority comes from chicken because they eat so much more chicken than red meat because the perception is that chicken is healthy. Right, right. So if you have like a kidney disorder or something, probably should stop. You should not eat chicken. There's so much sodium in it, but it's being marketed to you as a healthy dish. Healthy, eat chicken. Eat based chicken only on, I want to say, the color of the meat. Yes, That's absolutely. It. Because when you right. get the chicken, you're not going to see blood coming out of it. I guess so. Apparently not. That's the only reason. Uh huh. Uh huh. When actually, it's worse than red meat. Agreed. I also like when he talked about cholesterol and he talked about um, how fish, actually, there are some types of fish that have a higher amount of cholesterol than steak, than actual red meat. They have that much cholesterol. Crazy. Which to me, that I did find shocking. I did not know any of that. I think that was really interesting to me. All right, eggs. How do you feel about eggs? You Egg, throw eggs Oh, my goodness. Uh, talk to me seven weeks ago. Yeah. I loved eggs. I had Absolutely. eggs daily. Uh-huh. I had multiple eggs. I had, I could, I had, de- I had eggs twice mm-hmm. in a day. Sure. And it was probably three at a time. What's the incredible edible egg? It's incredible. It's healthy. It's delicious. Except the U.S. government won't allow the egg companies to say that about their eggs because they have been deemed not healthy. They wouldn't let them use the words nutritious, healthy, good for you. There was a whole list of things yeah. that they went through where they will not let you say that. And that's where they, that's how they came up with the incredible edible egg. Cause it's really just saying nothing about it's saying <laughs> you can literally eat this item. It's literally saying you can put this in your mouth and chew on it. Your body will process it in a semi-natural way and you will digest it and it will go through your poop chute. That's what they're saying. It's edible. <laughs> Which is just, what a great marketing campaign. Man, don't you wish you were, like, at that table to be like, now what do we do? Yes, I want to know what billionaire came up with the incredible edible egg marketing campaign. Like, I imagine, like, Don Draper is just, like, tearing everybody up with this heartfelt story about eggs and how, yes, you can pass them through the poop chute. Let's call them edible. (laughs) That's incredible. It is incredible. And he's like, nailed it. Thanks, Peggy Olson. Did you watch Mad Men? No. So none of that makes sense to you. Mm-hmm. But, that's but it's what, a guy standing in an office. That's correct. Telling a lady that she did a great job. And hey, she when did. did that happen? She did. She's one of the first female copyright editors. That's correct. 
<laughs> See? She did a great job. It's as though I watched it. It's as though I watched it. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so eggs. Okay, now how do you feel about eggs? We went off on a tangent there. Now, I hate eggs. Because in the movie... Yes. One egg is equal to five cigarettes. Okay, so this was actually something that I had a problem with. What he... and. If he glazes over it very quickly, but this was one of the things where I'm like, you kind of push that because what he specifically says is, I found one study and there was a time frame on it too. He was like, I found one study from 1945. I don't know what it actually was, but it's, right. I remember it being a while ago where he's like, I found one study that actually said that eating five or, or eating one egg a day is equivalent to smoking five cigarettes a day. See? Ended on a question. With the question. Yeah. I like that. And I was like, dude, you found one study. Like, don't include that. That's not real data. That's one study. Just no, 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 no. That's yeah. not how that, this works. Yeah. But I understand what you're saying. But, and of course, that that is the most extreme of the data on eggs. But truth be told, a number of the doctors in the film come out and speak about how that, that, that yolk, that pocket of cholesterol and fat is meant to keep a chick alive for a solid period of time. 21 days. 21 days. Thank you. I forgot. And that's why I said a solid period of time. I was trying to cover that up. I really appreciate you uh, calling that's me That's why that. there's two of us. <laughs> um, it's meant to keep a chick alive for 21 days with no outside energy. That's correct. That's correct. Are you telling me, are you saying that's correct? That was a... Uh, an air check marking because yep. you have that in your notes? Yep. Yep. Oh. Because that was a direct quote from uh, Dr. Michael Clapper. Oh, Michael Clapper. Oh, I like that guy. Yeah. That was the old guy. I yep. loved him so yep. much. Yeah. I liked him a lot. He was very no BS. Yes. He was like, it's the food. Stop yes. eating garbage. I wish, though, that they put him in a room with air conditioning. Why? What happened? Um, oh, no. We did didn't he, see it. Did he die? He didn't die. <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel like you weren't very clear. When when you make a statement like that and then there's no follow-up, most people assume death. He looked like he was sweating. Oh, I didn't even notice that. You know what? I was taking his words oh, my. so seriously. I didn't even pay attention oh. to his looks. Oh, brother. Or how much sweat there was on his brow. But I just I want him to be me. comfortable. I just want people to be comfortable. Absolutely. But maybe it was the rage that made his pores just... I don't know. But uh, I could see that about him. <laughs> he seemed angry. I see. <laughs> Sweet old oh, man. Oh, I could see that. Um, let's talk a little bit about lactose intolerance. Perfect. Why would you like to talk about lactose intolerance? Well, here's the deal, audience. I suffer, and I do mean suffer, incredibly, from lactose intolerance. It is a daily problem for me. And I love that they touched upon this, because this is very strongly how I feel about dairy in general. By the way, which most people suffer from. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. It's something like... I want to say it's like 95% of Asians and like 83% of African Americans and 53% of Hispanics. Like, oh my God, did I nail all those numbers? Because yeah, I know so, you wrote them down. Yeah, so Dr. Milton Mills. Love him too. He's yes. adorable. 73% of blacks are uh, lactose intolerant. 95% of Asians. Nailed it. Nailed 70% of Native you know Americans. What? You know, that's why you never, ever see... Um, dairy in Asian food. I think about it. that when you said that. Think about it. You would never go to a Chinese restaurant and order grilled cheese. That's a not a thing. Glass of milk. My my father, he uh, delivers um, produce to like all the shelters in the Bay Area. 
And he has one shelter that is, um, it's something, you know, I don't know exactly what it is, but it's, it's run by a group of Asian people. And at some point he was delivering some food and I guess there was some cheese in the box or something. And they demanded that he remove it from, I don't know if it's a monastery or a shelter wow. for Asian Americans or something like that, or Asian vets. I don't even know what it is, but he does that kind of a thing. And there was cheese in it or, or I believe it was cheese and they made him they said, you have to, we oh. do not take any dairy. You need to remove this from here. And he took it. But it was just like, chill out. But wow. I get it now because when you're lactose intolerant like I am, it's, it's, it's seriously, you suffer. It's awful. Yeah. Yeah. I can not imagine. You're, you don't think you're lactose intolerant at all. I don't know. I'm not a big, well, that's a lie. I was like, I'm not a big dairy consumer. Well, now I you just are, immediately think you of milk. <laughs> and phew, I only drink water, but yes, you only cheese. drink water as you sip your wine. Well, I mean, and alcohol, but <laughs> that's like water. There's some dairy. Well, okay. What about in your coffee? You used to take milk in your coffee, right? No, you, you you've never in your entire life had coffee okay, with milk. Yes, I yeah. Have. What are you doing? Come on, be honest. With I, your but I've also had milk. I mean, I'm just saying that majority of the things that I consume, I don't. As far as as far as liquid goes, is not. But I feel milk. like you were a cheese person, were you not? I'm very much a cheese person, oh, so that's okay. why I kind of that yeah. that's why I kind of stepped back and was like, oh wait, yeah, 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 cheese it up. I love me some cheese. I hate cheese. I've always hated cheese. I will never. So ever un-American. Be- mm-hmm. You're un-American now. <laughs> Seven weeks un-American. Seven weeks un-American. Oh my god, that's such a great name for the diet. No, that'll probably. That probably won't go over very well. That will not go over very well. No. Right now, that will not go over very well. <laughs> uh, no, I've never been a cheese person. I don't like milk. I've just never really been into dairy. But when it does creep into my diet, man, oh man. Man alive. Man, do you feel it. It's not great. <laughs> so I like that that doctor, what's that doctor's name? I love him. Uh, Dr. Mills. Dr. Milton Mills. Milton Mills. He's got the best name, too, and he's he so adorable. Um he touches upon lactose intolerance and how your bodies really are not meant to consume dairy because dairy comes from milk, obviously. Milk is the perfect food for babies. It's the perfect food for calves. It's the perfect food for the baby version of the animal whose teat you're sucking off of. But it is not meant for humans to consume. I mean, like, unless you're a month old... It's not really meant for us to consume. And the reason that so many of us are lactose intolerant is because we were not meant to consume that milk. Our bodies were not built to break down lactose. Right. We, we lose our ability to create and utilize lactase in our system because our bodies weren't really built to consume milk. But everybody knows why the reason why baby, baby mm-hmm. things, baby animals, baby animals. <laughs> drink Milk, they can't eat. They ain't got no teeth. That is true. I mean, I don't know about no teeth. (laughs) I don't know about baby cows, but I know babies. You know, I don't know know about baby cows and say if they have teeth, but I really love (laughs) that that was just brought up. (laughs) But I know baby humans ain't got no teeth. They ain't got no teeth. And so that's what they have. So all of their nutrition is in mother's milk. Correct. Or in formula. But But that's the. Yes, I okay, go ahead. But then it stops. Then you know what? You grow teeth. 
then you grow You grow teeth. You grow teeth. Then what happens, Andrea? Then you can chew on vegetables. And you can, yeah, absolutely. Yes, I agree. But first of all, I think that the milk that you're drinking is specific to the um, creature that yes. should be drinking it. Because they also yes. talk about that in the film. How human mammary milk has... Human milk contains, actually, I want to say it was, and I could be wrong on this, like I think one gram of protein... Two, but yes, you're two? right. A very, very, a very low, low, low amount, and that is based on what a human baby needs. So, do you have notes on those numbers? <laughs> Are you even kidding me, man? Anytime see, they, so anytime they said a number, you were like, "I'm going to write this shit down." Yeah, because you know what? Emily's going to ask me this question, or Emily's going to point this out at some point, <laughs> and I'm going to need to correct her. Yeah. So it's actually sure. Dr. Gregor, your most favorite. I Dr. Feel. Gregor. Yeah. Oh, I like no, I like him. I definitely like oh. him. No, I love him. I um, mean, you haven't. We haven't even mentioned my absolute favorite. Oh, that's true. We'll get there. <laughs> we'll get there. He didn't but, feature very largely in this film, though. No, but you're right. Yeah. But there's other stuff out there on the on the oh, YouTube. Absolutely, and we'll get to it. We're we're yeah. diverting people. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So back to the quote. The quote yeah. was: "Human milk has 2.7 grams of casein protein." Yeah. Cow's milk has 26 grams. Right. That's insane. Because it was made for a calf, a, a baby, a one-week-old baby and I, a one-week-old calf have completely different body structures, completely different weight. protein needs, weight, sizes. Yeah, absolutely. Oh it's a cow. But even a mouse. <laughs> even a mouse's oh, milk. A rat, nine grams. Oh, it was a rat or a yeah. mouse? It was rat. Yeah, rat, nine grams. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Humans have the lowest... Cats were like five point something. Mm-hmm. I don't have that down. But you didn't. So you didn't write. I didn't all write the numbers all the down. Numbers is what down. I'm hearing. Yes. Disappointing. Right. I got the important ones. <laughs> yes, I agree. We are not uh, biologically, anatomically, physiologically built to consume milk for our entire lives. Let alone a, a another species. Milk And, like, when you kind of step away from that concept just a little bit, it sounds ridiculous. Yeah, but you know what? You're right. It does. And I... But I wasn't a milk drinker. Like, I bring my brother into this. Oh, no. Um, He used to drink (laughs) milk all the time. He drank milk daily. I'd say we went through five, six gallons of milk a week. Do you think that's a brother thing? Because my brother's the same way. I think so. Oh, my God. Um, I think it's, uh, I know a lot of men who drink milk. I don't know what that is. I, the perceived amount of calcium and protein? I don't, I don't, I don't know. know but men like, drink milk? Was that a marketing drink- campaign in the 80s or something? <laughs> men drink milk. Strong men I'm, drink milk. I'm sure it was. But drinks tons of milk. So I'm wondering, I mean, now, actually, now my brother is vegan. So. I have heard that. Yeah. And yeah. and what inspired your brother to go vegan? Uh, he watched a movie. What was the movie? Was it Forks um, and Knives? Because your brother is more of a um, like anti-animal abuse vegan. He's more yes. in it for because he loves animals, right? Less Correct. than as far as reasons. I know. But I mean, he's still... he could call me and tell me I was completely wrong. But as far as I know, it's the animals. <laughs> it's the animals. Save the animals. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, it was a movie. One of the movies, not Forks and Knives. I don't think. There was another one that was... I showed the brutality of the slaughterhouses. I don't know. A nice slaughterhouse, but... 
A, did you say a nice slaughterhouse? Yeah, it was the guy said brutality oh. of a slaughterhouse. What's this nice, like the Hilton of slaughterhouses? There's no such thing. The Hilton, thing. by the way, was the nicest hotel I could think of right off the bat. <laughs> right, is that, is the Hilton a nice hotel? The Ritz! The Ritz! <gasps> the Ritz of slaughterhouses is what I should have said two and a half minutes ago. Um, anyway, so your brother's a milk trucker. Yeah, so he used to be, obviously, not yeah, now, right. but he used to be milk drinker, like a crazy one. And so it'd be interesting to find out what actual milk drinkers' response to why do you drink milk? Or what is what is the benefit of milk? Like, what do you love about milk? So if anyone would like to respond, I would love who an is email. a milk, yeah, a milk drinker? I would love an email. Um, let us know the favorite part of, your favorite part of drinking milk. I would, I don't know if this is in your notes, but it's I... Probably would, not, because I don't have any numbers down here like you do. Well, it's not a numbers thing. <laughs> okay. But um, I'd like to pose the question that um, Dr. Milton M- Milton Mills threw out there. Love him. Right? So he made the Love statement, him. he gave all the percentages of the um, people of color and... Is this ha- about institutional racism? Yep. How did you like that comment? So... This also goes to... I'm going to be honest, I don't disagree. I, I don't disagree. I get it. This, but I, I feel this also... I don't know if it was back-to-back mm-hmm. or what, but in the movie they talked about uh, the farms and where are the farms located. Where is the farm located? So, in... They, they interviewed people from... I hope I'm saying it right. I'm sure you're not. Duplin County? Duplin County, North Carolina. Oh, I have no idea, but I believe you. And um, the farming there is major. That's where um, uh, swine flu started. Oh. Um, but there's a low-income swine community. Flu. Oink, oink. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. This is very serious, and I should not make those jokes. They're very inappropriate. Go ahead. So the um, low-income community... And farmland. I, I don't know. I'm I, I'm questioning that comment. And a lot of it is, uh, what is it? The What came first? The chicken and the egg? What came first? The farms or the low-income community? Oh, I see what you're saying. Um, and, I mean, the, Dr. Mills said it in regards to the uh, USDA making the chart. Right. Uh, from the pyramid now to the plate. Okay. And it had the cup of yes. dairy on it. I agree. Um, and it's, he said, or he, I'm paraphrasing, I don't know exactly what he said, mm-hmm. but he referenced the fact that it's, they put it on there to go towards, the focus was on people of color to to make them sick. Um, I, I wouldn't. Or they put it on there I, knowing yes. that. People of color. I um I don't think that like the government put it on there to to make black people or people of color sick. Not that I know. I mean, God, for all I know, they did. I mean, who knows these days? But well, that's I do that's think conspiracy. that they're. I, that's just crazy. I, like, I don't think. I don't really think that. But I think the insinuation was is that if um what is the actual number for African Americans that are like seventy three percent? If seventy three percent. African Americans are lactose intolerant. Why put milk on there? If ninety five percent of Asian Americans right. 
Or lactose intolerant. Why put milk on there? Why put a, why put dairy on your list of necessary things? What do I get from dairy that I cannot get from any other food? I get more calcium from an orange than I get from a glass of milk. I get more protein from a cup of beans than I get from a glass of milk. Why put dairy on there? I think that's what it was. Like, why be so careless with us? This is making us sick. This is making um, people of color sick. So why put it on there? It doesn't serve any benefit to, to anyone seemingly, because everyone to a certain degree is a little bit lactose. Like it doesn't benefit anyone. So why put it on there? Well, it does. It benefits those who get money from. No, 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 absolutely. Absolutely. No, I agree with that. But but I'm saying biologically. Yes. (laughs) Like it's not benefiting us. So why put it on there? And the people that are going to be affected the most by the negative biological and medical consequences are people of color. Right. So how about you, kind of care about us people of color a little bit, I think is what he was saying, and not put dairy on the list of things that we are supposed to eat to be healthy. I think that's what he was saying. And I get it. That's why I say I don't disagree. I agree. I agree with you, doctor. What's his name? Dr. Milton Mills. Milton Mills, I love you. (laughs) I love him. He's so adorable. Let's get the message out there. Let's get the message out there. Dr. Milton Mills, all the way. Um, I, I think this... The idea is, I don't 100% agree with, but the fact that I feel that there's deception and, um, uh, like, um, these big, these big money milk and egg and meat oh, they're all companies are all out to get me. Oh, they all are. Absolutely. Like, that angers me the most. And I don't know if that's right or wrong, but that's just the feeling that comes up is the anger towards these. I absolutely understood. Every time I watch one of these types of movies, I get in the same, like, semi-rageful mindset. Every time it comes up that these major corporations are basically trying to make me unhealthy for their own profit. And then I go into this, like, spiral of, well, they're a business, and they're doing what's in their best interest, and I am a capitalist, and I understand that. So I get into that, then I shoot back to, but they're actively deceiving me to put money in their pockets. They're making me sick and fat and unhealthy and unhappy to put money in their pockets. Don't they have some kind of moral or ethical obligation to not do that? And then I kind of get in this back and forth. Right. Well, I kind of feel the same way, except I'm not mad at these meat companies or these egg companies or the dairy companies because we're all out to get money, right? Everybody needs money. money. Right. You know what this equipment for making this pocket, it costs money. (laughs) It did. It cost money. I believe you. But the... Who's on the other side of that? Our politicians are on the other side of that. They're mm-hmm. the ones who say yay or nay. That's who I'm mad at. Those are the... That's well, where they're the getting money, from. too. They're getting money I know from because those they've lobbyists. Ex- they've for... accepted it. They're right. like, yeah, I'm going to take that millions of dollars. Yeah, absolutely. But it's their job to not take it. It's their... To oh, go okay. with... All right. I to to accept money, you can accept money. That's how that's how the world works, right? You can accept money, but accept money from places that will help. That's gonna that will mm-hmm. squash these eggs, these meats, these dairy places. But we keep they keep putting money into the government. Now these government is making their choices, not of the actual representative who we 
I agree. You've tackled a much bigger idea than yes, I, I honestly did. thought that we were going to get to yes, today. Yes, I did. Um, and I love it. I'm all about it. I absolutely agree. But is a politician a more ethical or moral body than a business? Are we agreeing on yes, that? That yes. a politician does have some type Should of moral have, or yes. ethical drive to represent his people. Yes, this is his whole job. This is his whole job. I, I, I agree. His I'm, or her job. Thank you. Thank you for clarifying that. Yes. Sexist. <laughs> um, I agree. And these lobbyists just run amok by paying off all these politicians and get their their laws put in and get their lighter laws put, put in and we're all screwed. Yes. So what do we do? How do we fight the Go injustice people. that was presented to us? By this movie. If you can see, you can't see me, but my arms are up and I say, go vegan. I am a witness to this. Her arms are up <laughs> and she's saying, go vegan. You can hear that part, but she said, go vegan. I'll, I'll just repeat that again. <laughs> yeah. Go vegan. Make your own. We have to be able to make our own decisions and make our own as best as we can, because there are choices made for us majority of the time, I feel. Sure. Absolutely. But... The choices that we can make and can make a, um, can help, then we make those decisions. We make those choices. I agree. So what decision have you made to counterbalance the effect of the government and the lobbyists and big pharma and big food on your lifestyle? I'm going vegan. You're going vegan? No, I went vegan. You went vegan. That's very passive. You have been, I, I gotta say, extended, ex- very dedicated to vegan. You hear that? Very dedicated. Very vegan. So when you. As I can, as much as I can. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What does that mean? Well, I've only been vegan for um, today's my seven week anniversary. Aww. Oh my god. But. That means today is my six week anniversary. Yeah. Yep. Oh yeah, it was yeah, a week I after. was a week after you, exactly. <laughs> Oh, so, happy anniversary, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Both of us. And then you say happy anniversary ha- to me, oh, ha- like a gentleman. An- ha- happy anniversary, madame. Oh, my God. There's a fake tip of the fake hat. <laughs> um, I forget what I say. Oh, be- I said partial because I still have the things that, yeah, I mean, vegan, we're going into another whole place, vegan versus- no, but I want to go into that. Versus plant-based. Absolutely. Go. I want to I wanna go uh, So, um- Doing, because I research everything. Anything that I do, I have to research it. So, doing the research on that, um, being vegan and eating a plant-based diet are two completely different things. Oh, my things. God, yes. <laughs> so, my shoes may not be vegan. My clothes may not be vegan. Well, why don't we, why don't you tell people what vegan typically means versus what plant-based Okay, so vegan. Vegan, I think I got into it a little bit as far as vegan has to deal with lifestyle. Vegan is a lifestyle. So it's car, clothes, food. Um, car? Oh, like no yeah. leather seats? No leather seats. Okay, all right, all right, that makes sense. Um, vegan okay. is also um, reducing the, um, the suffering you put on the earth. So it's all like electric cars. Ugh. It's um, oh anything. Reduce reduce your waste. Reduce your waste like as an individual. Sure. It's great. Great idea. But I can't say that that's me as of yet since it's only been seven weeks. Sure. And being a person who 
somewhat lives paycheck to paycheck, I can't just throw my stuff away. Absolutely. I so, um, sorry, vegans, but <laughs> no, hey, I, I stopped eating meat, so. <laughs> yeah, totally. I am taking, um, I, th- I think you've gone way more hardcore than I have, but I'm kind of taking a steps approach. Mm-hmm. You, I would call vegan, even in your lifestyle, because you went shopping for shoes the other day and you are looking for vegan shoes. No, 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 no. I, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> that was what I got out of that conversation. No. Was I not paying attention to a conversation? I guess I wasn't. That's correct. Oh, no. Um, no, I found out. Yeah. Accidentally. Accidentally. That my shoes were vegan. Oh, okay, that's nice. Yeah, that was a great surprise. But I did, I went looking. I was like, oh, well, let me see if there's like mm-hmm. a list. I'm sure there, I'm sure PETA has a list of things that are, uh, you know, pet friendly, animal, vegan not pet friendly, but, animal yeah. cruelty, and no animal Free. cruelty. Free, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um... But yeah, my uh, my shoes, the my my pumas. Who puma? Well, yeah. it's an animal. Puma's an animal, so well, I mean, they're. Too. But you know what? It's not made of puma. Oh, weird. You know, I've been buying pumas for a long time, and I assumed <laughs> that they were made of puma skin. So I gotta say, Puma Company, I'm a little displeased, but all right. Well, that's great. Yeah. So that was a pleasant surprise. Okay. But but you are trying that, my... to adhering. Adhere yes. to the vegan yes. lifestyle. You're doing the best you can. Yes, as um, Emily knows, my most recent rule of oh. not purchasing things oh, for people yes. that aren't vegan, <laughs> which I felt was an amazing, amazing rule to. So if bring someone into says, "Hey, I need you to just run to the grocery store. I'm on my deathbed. I really right. want some chicken soup," you'll be like, right. "Nope." Yeah, you'll get soup. You'll definitely that's get not 100% the, soup. That's not what this poor person on the other deathbed asked soup. for. It's not so a happen. person's on a deathbed, right? And they say, "I just want some chicken." Isn't soup. the chicken I, on its deathbed I, as well? I want I'm just as my last meal chicken soup. Will you please purchase this for me? I, that's I hope all I want. There are other people in the room. There's nobody else in the room. It's provide just you. that service. You're for the them. only person who can go and fetch this person chicken soup, and you're saying no. Why would I leave the person's on their deathbed? No, I'm not. They said it. I can tell this person is on their deathbed, but they can say like, "I know that I got a couple hours left, but I really want some chicken soup." Please go get me this, you know, Campbell's chicken soup. Campbell's, our choice for soup. Also sold at Safeway. Safeway. <laughs> we should come up with a jingle. That we, we should. Yeah, we really should. That's yeah, what we're going to we do. We need sponsors first, though, but okay. Yeah, whatever. Um, so you are saying no. I will not go get you chicken Correct. soup. Correct. You would not. You would not do that. If somebody was sick and dying and they're like, I want my last meal to be chicken soup, you wouldn't go get them a can of chicken soup. I'd be a tough one. It wouldn't be a tough one. It You're would. a good person. You would do it. <laughs> You're not a jerk. <laughs> I don't know. It's their last meal on earth. Why would chicken soup be your last meal request? You don't get to decide what another no, person's No, that last is meal true. Is. But oh my gosh, there's so many in and out. You there's know why? So many good things. Okay, fine. In and out. This person wants a double double. It has cheese on it. It's got meat on it. Cow meat. Ugh. And that's all they want. Fine. We'll switch it up at your request. <laughs> Mm, that's a tough one. That is a tough one because In-N-Out is good. In-N-Out's delicious. Oh, man. And acceptable for vegans. They do have vegan options. Yep. <gasps> secret menu. Secret menu. Order the veggie. Yeah. Oh. You know what's funny about um, that is that I have always, always. Oh, that is true. I have all, even when I was not vegan, or I'm still not vegan and I'll get into that, but um, even when I was not plant-based, I would always get the veggie burger. 
Because that is delicious. Yeah, you did. I just want to taste the vegetables. They're so good. Weird. No, not weird. It's good. <laughs> well, now I get to try it. I haven't even had it yet. <gasps> I know, right? Oh, well, that's what we're doing after this. Oh, oh. We're going to hit it out. Yes. Oh my God, you're going to love it. Victorious. Um, okay, so my diet. Yes, your journey. My journey. Um, so I have adopted what I call, what I'm calling Pesca Vegan. Yeah, I like it. Right? Yeah. yeah. Like, it, there's no name for what I'm doing, but what I'm doing is no chicken, pork, no meat, no cow, no meat at all, except for uh, shrimp, fish, seafood, but no dairy and no eggs. Right. So... I say pesca vegan and or plant based, but I don't I don't like to say vegan for me because I'm obviously right. not vegan. Right. Other people say vegan. Right. That's not. Oh, I I don't think I stressed vegan. I don't think I went to plant based. Plant based being. Oh right right. <coughs> only plants. Right. But do you feel like if someone if someone were to say to you I'm plant based, does that mean they only eat plants, or does that mean that once in a while they eat? meat, but for the most part, they're staying with a, with a plant diet. So when I hear somebody who says they're plant-based, such as myself, right. um, I would go with, um, the, the approved vegan meats. What's the approved vegan meats? Like those soy-based meats, oh. the processed meats, the uh, soy riso. Oh my goodness. I can't oh even say God, enough words about that. Riso, yeah. Um, the, um... I don't even, I actually don't know. I'm so new. I don't even know if tempeh or or tofu would be considered processed. I would assume so. But, oh, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Um, so those, um, there's a lot of meats out there, like the ground meats um, have a lot of something in them. Like oh, yeah. very, there's, there's words on those packages. I have no idea what they mean. Sure, sure. Um, Sodium nitrate. So I think that... The, that would be considered in the plant base, along with plants, actual plants, and eating those, See, consuming when, those. When I hear plant-based, I think the majority of the things that I put in my mouth are plants. Mm-hmm. Whereas, I think if you talk to a lot of people about their diet, I think what you're going to get is um, majority of processed food and a majority of meat. And then plants are kind of da- farther down on the list than they normally would be with somebody who says, I'm plant-based. Like if you have if you ask somebody who's plant based, like mm-hmm. what did you have for dinner last night? It's mm-hmm. going to be like, oh, I had a portobello mushroom and I had a salad um, with a, a vegan vinaigrette on it, and I had uh, a few carrots. Mm-hmm. Like that would be a plant based meal. Mm-hmm. Whereas, yeah, like um, if you ask somebody who was just like an omnivore, what'd you have for dinner? I had fish sticks and I had a you know a taco and I had um, a salad. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, yeah, I guess. I mean, I have many, many people that I know who do do not consume vegetables. Oh, that's what, that's exactly what I mean. But there are people that threw me. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) But I was just trying to like throw an example of like, yeah, I guess I eat kind of plants like, or uh, yeah, for dinner I had a burger and fries and yeah, there was lettuce on my burger. Like that's kind of... Or like the, the hidden, extent, yeah, the hidden, the hidden vegetables. <laughs> right, the hidden vegetables. The extent of the vegetable eating for, for a large portion of people right. is this kind of like hidden vegetable. Or, or like meh, steak and potatoes very much go together. Right, right, right. Be like, oh, I had steak, potatoes doused in like what butter, whatever Ugh, it is. Yeah. But it's like 
potatoes is a vegetable. Yeah, yeah. And it's oh, oh exactly. I'm, I'm a vegan now. You it's know? ARA. <laughs> I'm eating vegetables. I eat a lot of potatoes, actually. Yeah. I have, yeah, did fine. you see my potato collection upstairs? <laughs> no. Oh, I have several different kinds of potatoes. <laughs> Just so you know, I eat a lot of potatoes. They're delicious. <laughs> They're good for wait, you. Wait, you need to tell the audience what you just, not just, but you've newly figured out the about amazingness about potatoes. What did I figure out? I'm interested now, too. Where can you cook your potatoes? Oh my god, everybody. <laughs> everybody, I didn't know this. But did you know, and there's no way for you to respond, but just give it a silent, like, heads up. Did you know that you can cook potatoes in the microwave? I just learned this. This moment. is the greatest thing ever. We need a moment for everyone to just, just, just give it absorb a head, that just information. Just kind of smile or not. And, like, okay, so for those of you that, that shook your head no, so what you do is you take a potato... A russet potato, a large brown potato. You stab it a few times with a fork. I like to do it three times on every side, assuming that a potato has four sides, if you can kind of manage that visually. Three times on every side. Put it in the microwave five minutes. So regular setting, five minutes. Flip it over, another five minutes. Potato in the microwave. Voila. What I've been doing uh, for the longest time is putting them in the oven for at least an hour on like 400 degrees. Foolish. Ridiculous. Foolish is what I say. Up until recently, it took me an hour to make a potato, and now five or ten minutes to make it. This is insane. Amazing. They need to public. This needs to be a news story. Amazing. Like Washington Post should do yeah. a, a, an article, page six, on how to make potatoes in my microwave because people right. don't know this. No, I didn't no. know this. Front page of the Examiner. Front page. <laughs> make this front page news, San Francisco Chronicle, because this is big. I've cracked the code on potato. Potato consumption. <laughs> now it's easy for everyone. Done. Vegans everywhere. Vegans everywhere. Just eat a potato for dinner. And seriously, you can. You can absolutely do that. Because then you're, you're plant-based. Right. Uh, there's quite a few times I come home and I'm just like, I don't feel like cooking. They're easy. They're absolutely easy. I'm going to throw a potato in the microwave for 10 minutes yeah. and then just eat the potato. Yeah. And what I've found is that if you can somehow separate... Um, if you can separate the potato from all the butter and the sour cream that you need, potatoes in and of themselves are delicious. Oh my god, so good. They're so good. Just try, just try. And eating and a potato just alone without all that crap that you throw on it, it will be so good. Well, this is going to ruin what you said, but I mean, you could oh. put anything on it, though. Oh, like, sure. It, you could have an Italian potato, a... Oh, yeah. Like, you can put different spices and it... Oh, like I put nutritional yeast on my <gasps> potatoes, which kind of makes it cheesy. Nutritional yeast is like the vegan cheese. Just it's called nooch, by the way. Oh, don't say that. It's called nooch. No, no, we don't call it that here. That's what it's called it's not in called the that, not, plant-based world. Nope, it's not called, called that in this household. We don't call it nooch. <laughs> we just say nutritional yeast like a normal person. Um, but yeah, throw that on there. Kind of makes it cheesy. Ooh, yeah. There are there are vegan substitutes for sour cream, and there's vegan butters. But if you're going vegan or plant-based for health purposes, it's best to stay away from those. Right. right. But if you needed, like, I needed a transition period. I absolutely needed a transition period. So I bought a lot of, I actually have vegan cream cheese upstairs because I haven't finished it yet. <laughs> um, but I absolutely needed that transition period where I was, you know, putting this vegan sour cream on baked potatoes because it was good. But then you can separate yourself from that mentally and it's right. delicious. Just right. like baked potato for dinner. Just right. cook in the microwave. I throw on some salt because I'm still, right. I'm still into the salt. You're not into salt though. No, I'm. 
sell the deck. Oh, okay. Yeah, Save I, I throw on some salt. We're good. We're good yeah. to go. Yeah. It's delicious. <laughs> you can eat it. You can eat that whole thing. Yes. Yeah. Whole potato. Um, I, I mean, the transition stuff. Uh-huh. Um, very acceptable. I don't... You know, there's oh, yeah. a lot of... I forget what the... Again, in my research is... My research is... My research, research. Is, research is plural or research <laughs> my, it, research my, singular. My research. Yeah. Um, just uh, just stop eating meat alone mm-hmm. saves uh, this uh, a ridiculous number of animals. Oh yeah. Like in one person, like mm-hmm. you usually as far as what's that I'm number? Did you write that down? Like did you write down every single number? It, ever? it wasn't in the movie, so <laughs> I didn't write it down. But but you know you. A lot of times you don't think what what is one person going to do? How is one person going to change mm-hmm. the universe? You know. Yep. But this changes a lot. It saves a lot of animals. I agree. By one person, once a day, even even if you did one meal a day, right? It's shocking the number, and I don't know what that number is. It's not coming to me at the moment. Here's why I'm for transition period. I think that a lot of people hear vegan or hear plant based and kind of get scared off very easily, but if you can somehow wrap your mind around a transition period where you're kind of tapering off of meat. So you could even say like, I'm giving up red meat for a week and then I'm giving up chicken after that and just kind of work from that. Or just I'm giving up meat first and then I'm going to give up cheese the second week. You know, I'm not a huge fan of the labels of I'm vegan, I'm plant-based because they seem to scare people. But if you can just do whatever you want. Just do whatever you want. That's why I say, like, I'm pesca vegan. Like, there's no name for it. That's just what I eat. Right. So just kind of do do whatever you you, do what you feel is best. Do what you can handle. Do what you can do on a daily basis Mm -hmm. and improve from there if you want. That's, That's how that's how I see it. Yep. So in the movie, I guess what I should start by saying is. For those who are, who are, who are trying to go plant-based, vegan, Mm -hmm. and, um, need to come up with some reasons, some, some answers for their friends who are, why are you going vegan? Oh, God, yeah. Um, which I I want to, which by the way, say like, yes, because I want to. You're, you're friends. Because I'm an adult and I choose what goes on my body yes. and, and you're fine. And you can sleep meat around me and everything's going to be okay. Yeah. But I mean, I'm surprised. I'm, but I'm not. I mean, my brother went vegan first and I, why are you going vegan? You know? So yeah, yeah, there's, sure. there's always a why. And so, um, you know, the main question is for some weird reason, I don't know, um, is, well, if you go plant-based, where are you going to get Radiant your protein? protein. Yeah. Like, it's so weird. That's so weird. And so, in the documentary, Dr. Milton Mills... I love him! Quote, all protein is made by plants. Right. I agree. How do you think... Understand what animal... Think of the largest animal you can think of. Uh, buffalo. Elephant. What, what, what do they eat? They eat plants. They eat plants. How are they that big? There has to be a reason. They eat plants. Because protein is in plants. They survive. And they're muscular, too. They're not, they, like, oh some my God. giant, like, You could get crushed tub. 
by an elephant. Absolutely. A rhinoceros <gasps> will kill you. A Ooh, rhinoceros will a hippopotamus kill you. is the most dangerous animal on safari. Did yeah. you know that? There's but a little factoid for you. Has like this crazy amount of poundage right. in its jaw. And they are plant based. They are. They just eat plants. They're herbivores. They, right. They are. Hippos are herbivores and they are the most dangerous animals on safari. That's I'm crazy. Just letting you know. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. It so, ain't a lion. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> well, so in the movie, the, um, you know, humans are the closest mm-hmm. to chips. Right. So in the movie, they said 97% of their diet is plants. 3%. It, and the 3% is like bugs. It's insects. And insects. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, I've loved, I loved, I loved. Omnivores and frigivores. Yes. I, yes, I took notes on that. Yeah. Because I thought that was fascinating. And yes, obviously we are frugivores. But it makes it, but it, you know, it was the weird part is that as, when I saw that, I looked at my dog and I was like, look at her jaw. Mm-hmm. Her jaw just goes up and down. Yeah, that's right. Up and down. She got them fangs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We can go all over the place with yeah. our mouth. We can completely rotate this jaw. Right. And if you look at our carnivores compared to your adorable dog, Gilly's carniv- carnivore teeth, her carnivore teeth are sharp. Yes. And they are obviously for tearing something. Or kind of a teeth. Oh, come on. Like, just, you where do you, think, where really... do you think that came from? Where do you think and those... So you guys know Andrea is now touching her carnivore teeth, trying to poke at them. They're really... what you, who named them? Because it's, it's false, false advertising is it what is I said. It is false think. advertising. <laughs> <laughs> right. I, no, I absolutely agree. And I agree with their entire assessment. That we... The, the other thing that really interested me was the length of our gut. Our gut yeah, is true. longer... So that it can break down plants, whereas an omnivore's gut is usually short. The um, long intestines are shorter, so that because they're just passing meat through there. I mean, so just it's different. I can I, I can give you the numbers if you like. Oh, yeah, give me the numbers. <laughs> I do a good job today with the, the note so taking. The plant, the plant ears. Yeah. Intestines. Yeah. Nine times body length. Yep. Omnivores. Uh huh. Yes. What is it? Is it three? Only three? Three times. And it also... what do we have? Well, we have the nine. <gasps> we're oh, the that's, niners. That's crazy. We're the niners. Huh. And we're the niners. <laughs> yeah, that's true. We're from San Francisco. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, omnivores also make... Have higher acidic... Mm-hmm. Uh, juices in their stomachs... Right, to, to break down the meat. the meat. Right, sure. To kill all the bacteria in the meat not and to us. break it down. Nope, we don't need that because we're technically built biologically not to eat meat, but to eat plants. Crazy. I, yeah, I Crazy. Agree. We are clearly for divorce. Right. Yes. Um, I do have one more thing because I love history. Who doesn't love history? I hate history, but right. go ahead. History is amazing. Okay. So you're thinking, you're thinking to yourself, mm-hmm. people out there, yeah. the four of you. Um, <laughs> it's my sister and us. Uh, oh, yeah, we're going to listen. We're going to listen. Yeah. And then, che- oh, our friend Chelsea is going to definitely right. listen. Probably not. Sarah said she'd listen. Sarah said she'd listen. Oh, my God, is that yeah. five? Are oh we God. celebrities? We're starting to get famous. That's five. So. Whoa. <laughs> Calm it down there. Whoa. All right, autographs on the back if you feel like it. <laughs> All right, go ahead. So, no, this isn't new. This is not brand new information, people. What? Yes. As it was explained in the flick we watched. The flick. <laughs> like I said flick. <laughs> Dr. Walter Kepler. Uh-huh. In the 1940s. Oh, God. 
do the city. And you know I what? I have mixed feelings about this. Come on. But you know what That's I ridiculous. love? You know what I love most about studies done back in the day? No. They do it know. on themselves. Oh, it, it works on him? He did it on himself. Well, i tell you what. Why don't you, for the purpose... No, 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 no. I know where you're going with this. No, 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 no. I've done enough. How about you explain... (laughs) I want you to... What? Okay. Why don't you just explain what it is we're talking about? Okay, so he... And this is talked about, by the way, in the movie, because we're talking... We're still talking about the movie. We're not going off on tangents forever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> medium, medium amount. Of medium. <laughs> now, what is this study? So he did a study on diets, and the only thing that he ate was white rice, fruit, and table sugar. Right. I think he was trying to kind of demonstrate that that sugar really isn't the culprit in weight gain. Correct. And so he basically those, but those he three sugar-laden. Foods. He reversed the worst diseases of the time. That is according to his study notes. True. And according to his data, and that is true. And not peer-reviewed. It is not peer-reviewed. And quite frankly, logically, it sounds ridiculous it to me. It sounds horrible. And how do you do that? Like, how do you eat that different ways? Like, sometimes I'm going to have rice. Sometimes, oh, ooh, oh are you kidding me? I'll eat sugar all day Sugar, long. rice, and, fr- and fruit. That sounds delicious. First of all, have you ever had mango sticky rice? Mm. You have. Yes, but for the rest of your life? Done. I oh. will eat mango sticky rice for the rest oh. of my life, no problem. But that's not the point. It just doesn't sound, to me, it does not sound healthy. But, uh, you know, are my ideas about health and what's nutritious skewed by the industries, big food, we'll say? Maybe. But that just doesn't sound right to see sugar. That doesn't sound right. <laughs> I'm going to assume that this wasn't meant for long term. I'm gonna, I'm oh, gonna okay. assume right. it's a, it's kind of like yeah. like a detox kind of situation. Okay. Um, I mean, I don't know. I wasn't there with him. You, you know? weren't. I wasn't in the forties. Right. Are you sure? Hmm. <laughs> I'm fairly certain. <laughs> in another life, maybe. In, in another life. Yeah. <laughs> I've come down today to tell you my my doings in the 1940s with the doctor. Oh, you died and you've come back. That's what I'm getting. That's from. how it works. <laughs> That's <All> right, stop <laughs> it. Anyways, we've rambled enough. What is so the results of the study were that he, he reversed, reversed all these horrible diseases, reversed horrible afflictions, yes, such as sugar, uh, table sugar, white rice, and, and fruit. fruit, fruit, all basically sugars. He did it over. And so the point of that study was to demonstrate that it was meat, animal, animal fat that was causing all these diseases. Yes. Okay. Well, I don't recommend that diet to any of our listeners. To no, all, please. To don't. any five of no. our listeners, please don't do that. Guys, don't do it. Sarah, Chelsea, Stop. and Andrea. Sister. Claudia. Her name is Claudia, and you know that. Don't just eat table sugar. But don't do it. Oh, thank you. Thank you for warning me. I warned you, and I feel like that's... Thank you. Um, It's teamwork. It's teamwork. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I I get what he was doing. I get what he was trying to demonstrate, but that can't be good in the long run. Just eat sugar, basically. So, you know what you should do, though? I mean, just eat plants. I, I, I will only talk from my own perspective, but... I feel better being plant-based. I feel better being pesca vegan. Um, I, I, I like where I'm going with this. I don't know if I'm going to cut additional things out later or add additional things in. I don't know where it's going to go. But for right now, I've been doing this for six weeks, and I really like it. 
I feel better. Um, there are um, uh, effects on. Um, well, let, let's let's just say this. Let's. Uh oh. <laughs> you know what I want you to have? I want you to get a sound effect for it for us because I really think we need a. Auga. <laughs> Lactose intolerance affects exactly what you think it affects. And when you cut dairy out of your diet, when you're really lactose intolerant, like super lactose intolerant, it's going to affect exactly what you think it's going to affect. And you're going to be sexier. I promise that. All right, Andrea, final thoughts on the movie or your diet, whatever you want to talk about. Um, as a whole, the movie was good. Okay. Um. Oh, let me ask you this. Was this... The first movie that has, because um, there are a lot of documentaries out there on food. Was this the first food documentary that has convinced you to change your diet? Mm-hmm. No. No. <laughs> no. No, it hasn't. Okay. No. Was there something extra special about this documentary? Because this is the first time I've ever heard of you going vegan. I have known you for eight years now, and I've never heard you go vegan after a documentary. True. What but, other documentaries like, have influenced you? You know that I do extreme things. I, I, I've done extreme things based on extreme, these documentaries. We're both very susceptible to, to documentary information. Yeah, true. yeah. I mean, let's Absolutely. not get it, let's not get it confused with. I'm not jumping out of planes or oh, anything. I jump out of a plane. Well, okay. Am I losing weight in the end? But. <laughs> um, maybe well, like if I break what? my leg and they have to come <laughs> yeah. at me, I guess I lose weight. Yeah, so. One, wait, you Answer. win, you win it. Yes. <laughs> Um, but there are some documentaries that kind of make me, you know what it is? I'm a scientist. That's what it is. I'm a scientist (laughs) and, and experimenting is amazing. I love it. So yes, and I'm going to mess this video, this movie up, but it's, what is it? Eat sick and die or something like that. That's sick and nearly dead. Yeah, that's the one. And so, I've actually pulled up some, um, if you, if you liked What the Hell, right. I have some other options for people. Okay. Some other movies that we've actually touched upon. Vegucated. Okay. Do you remember Vegucated? I actually, I didn't watch that one. Oh, are you serious? Oh, Vegucated yeah. is really cute. Vegucated, um, they have a, like a center point vegan who takes, I think it was four or no, three people and she has them go vegan for a certain chunk of time uh-huh. and she, um, kind of explores with them how they feel about veganism. Um, but also I would recommend Forks Over Knives. I think Forks Over Knives is kind of the default. You've seen Forks Over Knives. Uh, Actually, no. What is going on, my dad? I know. You thought we liked documentaries. Apparently, I did not. Apparently, this one (laughs) snuck into this documentary-based podcast. Look, look, I'm picky. I'm a picky person. I'm just kidding. I just, I just didn't. I don't know. What the hell? Just, you know what it is? It's the artwork. Huh. It just got me. Uh, you know? yeah, artwork is important. <laughs> um, okay, well, I can personally recommend Vegucated. Okay. Uh, it's a cute movie. Um, and also, Forks Over Knives. Uh-huh. I also highly recommend. Um, if you're looking just to get off of fast food, uh, there's Fast Food Nation, and there is um, Super Size Me. Oh, Super Size Which me. I actually just rewatched the other day, because it's so good. I did see that. Yeah. Oof. Oof? Yeah. Powerful. Powerful, yes. And disgusting. All right. Do you have any uh, recommendations? Oh, uh, you, you were going to talk about Fast Second Nearly Dead. Yeah. So I did I did Juice. Juice for 30. For those of you who haven't seen it, What's it's it called? about. I don't know. Quit it's called me. Fast Sick and Nearly Dead. That's why there's two of us. <laughs> I think that should be our tagline. That's why there's two of us. It should be. I like that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, 
It's about juicing. He juiced all his meals. Every single... You, no, no, no. No eating at all. Juiced everything. I think actually he did. I think he ate well, fruit. Well, consuming. You make it sound like, oh no, he juiced and then injected into his arm. Well, no, yeah. He did Liquefied carrot. No, no, I mean, like, he consumed them. He put them in his mouth and swallowed. But his challenge was for 30 days. Yes. And that is what I did. Right. But his was obviously completely plant-based, completely vegan. It was really oh, yeah. vegetables that he was juicing. Yeah. Fruits and vegetables. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yes. So, um, that's, that's for another time. Um, but yes, I, I, we're very much into, if we can do it, we'll do it. Oh, totally. So, as far as documentaries go. I don't know what that meant. <laughs> I can neither confirm nor deny that I have an idea what this woman next to me is talking about. Um, okay, so that was What the Health. Um, you heard our recommendations. You heard what we think of applying the diet to ourselves. You heard what we think of the movie. And... Please feel free to email us or tweet at us and let us know what you think. Even if you think we're assholes, we totally get it. We'd love to hear from you, too, because we'd love to hear that we have more than five listeners. Yeah, yeah, totes. Okay. I'm going to have to curb your ability to use the word totes. I'm sorry, totes. No. Mug oats. No. It came out. It just came out. Put it back in. <laughs> All right. So have a great day, everybody. I really, really don't know what to say because this is a whole new kind of thing, you know, I...